Hi, welcome to This Isn't Me. My name is Veronica Jane. Hi. Oh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for connecting. Thanks for bringing yourself, all of you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I am so filled with that recognition and that awareness and that joy that comes from the gratitude I have for you and for us and for this. So thanks. Let's get into today's self-limiting belief. As I say self-limiting belief over and over and as I write it um, in my notes, sometimes I have shortened it to SLB, self-limiting belief, SLB. And I said it out loud to myself and thought how much it reminded me of son of a bitch. And I was like, yeah, those SLBs certainly are SOBs. Like, I am just sick of them. Oh, I don't, I want to, I'm going to bust them. So yeah, in my head, I get all gangster when I say SLB. Um, A couple of things I want to note from the few episodes recently. One, (laughs) you may have heard some congestion. I, uh, I don't get sick. I am healthy and well, but I may have some symptoms of what some may call illness, an infection as it is titled. So yeah, if you heard a shift in my in my voice and my nasal um, range, you are not wrong. Thank you for being patient through that with me. Um, what more would I want to do when my body is um, healing itself? Is speak my truth, right, and create, and that brings me to life. So ain't no stopping me. I'm nurturing myself. I'm resting. I'm taking care of myself and. This is part of how I contribute in the world, so I um, wanted to keep doing it. Yeah, I just wanted to note those few things before we get in today's, into today's self-limiting belief. And let's do that now. Uh, I had this one, the language just became clear for me and something I've been really intentionally flipping over the last few years and really consciously over the last few months. And it's really shake in my life uh, in the most amazing ways. I'm just, it's so profound in practice for me. So as I mentioned, I was raised under the Christian faith and I have a lot of gratitude for some of the beautiful life lessons and truths that are told through ancient texts, um, through the Vedas, through the Bible, through numerous other um, texts. I have some serious issues with the Uh, way that they have been communicated, the way they have been sold and marketed and distorted and used for greed and ego and corruption. And I won't go on about that. And I can take from them the truths, the universal truths there, the, the beauty, some of the parables, some of the messages, and some of them I can take into my life and actually build on. Um, for what feels more true for me. And that's what today's message, I realized my language switch came from my raise, which was do unto others. Yeah, do unto others what you would want done unto yourself. And I spent a lot of my life being a good little Christian girl and doing unto others what I wanted done unto myself. And it didn't fucking come back. And then I was mad and I was resentful. So I think there's some wisdom in that truth. And I think there's a step 
before that, I have changed in my life in a way that I do unto self. I do unto myself what I want others to have to do unto me. I give to myself what I wish others would give to me. I love myself the way I want others to love me. And it has flipped my universe. And I want to share what that looks like in a lot of really practical ways and then invite you to look at how that might support you. So let me get a little more detailed. I have spoken my people-pleasing episode about what might be called covert manipulation, um, high-functioning codependency, people-pleasing. Um, I had a beautiful way of doing what I thought was loving others. And sometimes it was completely selfless. And and I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think there's space for us to be completely selfish. And I also don't think there's space for us to be completely selfless. I think it's a polarity where we need to find somewhere in the middle. Now, being selfless means we don't love ourselves. We're constantly putting others ahead of ourselves in a way that's probably quite dangerous, maybe unhealthy, and may deplete us. I've always had a little bit of an issue with the way we martyr these completely selfless people. I think socially due to distortions of masculinity and femininity and due to the corruption that's uh, grown us into a very patriarchal society that hurts all genders, all sexes, all representations. Um, we've socialized people who present as women to be very selfless. And then they are empty emotionally, spiritually, physically. And when I see women gently push back against this, I see others critique them or criticize them or get activated by someone standing for themselves. And maybe it's because they push too far to the other extreme and go selfish and completely consider themselves before everything else and everyone else and, and end up having values that might not be very supportive of connection and of um, the contribution that they can be in the world and the, the connectedness we all have. And yet what could lay in between is this possibility to be sovereign. I use that word a lot. That possibility to do unto self so that we can do unto others. And I never really got this. And I I know that some of you are listening and you're not getting this. And that's okay. Um, I'm going to play with it a little bit so that if there's truth in it for you, you'll get to hear it. Uh, so stick with me and know that we'll play with the language to find a connection point. So, for example, I left a relationship a few months ago and what I saw was all the ways I had just given and given and given to him and kept trying to show up and adapt and love. I thought I could love him out of our relational issues. I thought I could love him into loving himself. You know, he would speak to this unlovable message that he had internally really deep rooted within him and 
I got to the point where I realized I couldn't love him if he couldn't love himself. And I realized more importantly, what that meant about me. You know, I have this deep, I'm not enough message. So I just try keep trying to be enough and more and more and more for others. And I don't show up for myself. We moved to a new city and I'd taken on a new job that was a mess. It was a shit show. Um, and in that, I realized I couldn't hold that position and show up in our relationship and in what was needed in moving cities and building a home. And so I made the choice to um, remove myself from that job and take a more casual work format. And that was what was best for me. So I could dig into some studies, nurture my body, build the home I wanted. But I very much framed it in part of myself as, as doing it for him. And a lot of it was because I saw where he was struggling and not showing up for himself and showing up for us and showing up for me. So I took all that on and then I could resent him. And rather than doing completely what was best for me and showing up in the ways that loved and nourished myself, I would deplete and exhaust myself, you know, try to show up domestically, try to show up in ways that was cooking and cleaning and, you know, being affectionate and listening and, and being all the things I thought he wanted. And it, uh, sorry, I just had a, not sorry, I just got a motive around that. That's hard for me to see how much I, I didn't show up for myself in those ways and how I thought that was love. And it saddens me. Um, and yeah, I just, I realize how much we do that in life, how much some of us do that. And, and what would happen if we turn that love onto ourselves? And in that relationship, I really started doing that, um, not as fully as I could have, but way more than I did in my marriage and way more than I had in the past. What I did was I started making sure I pursued the hobbies I wanted to. So I joined a pole dancing class. I started pursuing the, in, the gym um, type format that worked for me at the times of days that worked for me, even though it didn't allow us to train together because I knew it was better for my body and my central nervous system and my sleep schedule. I joined a yoga studio and, and began studying in ways that took me away from as much time with him. I spent my money where I wanted to. I connected with my friends, even though it wasn't allowing us that time together. But I really started showing up for myself, knowing that that was what would allow me to show up for him if he wanted to continue the relationship. And outside of that, like more fully, that had nothing to do with him. And that was a story I was playing out and he was playing out his own. And there's no, no blame in any of that. That was us doing the best we knew how at that time. And in deciding to leave that relationship and seeing the limitations on our expansion and the the messy patterns we were playing out with each other, I chose to fall into deep love with myself. And it's funny because I'd committed to that when I left my marriage a few years earlier, but I'd gotten distracted and I started doing unto others, right? Giving all this love to this new partner, the same way I'd done in my marriage, the same way I'd done as a kid, trying to really overgive and overcompensate and become hypervigilant in supporting others' needs and showing up for them and ultimately looking at how that turned into pain and sadness and resent because those people didn't show up for me. Whether they couldn't or they chose not to, I know that whether it was in their awareness or not is I guess what I'm saying. A lot of it would have been subconscious 
So what I've been doing since that relational breakdown is going like, nah, that love has to come to me first. How do I be my most authentic self right now? What are, If I loved myself, what would I do right now? I can't remember who I got that phrase from. I think it was an episode on the Mark Groves podcast with a guest and I can't remember who it was. I'll try to find it. And if I loved myself right now, what would I do? And holy shit, the life I've created for myself is already beyond my wildest dreams. I'm so grateful because I then am completely sovereign. My circumstances, my feelings and my thoughts are not dictated by anyone outside of me and not in a way of being hyper-independent. I have beautiful friendships and connections and family relationships. And in every choice I make, in loving them, I think, does this serve me too? Do I need to draw a boundary here, say no to something, maybe have a limitation somewhere? In all that I do, I think, how does this love me? Does Is this loving me? So here's some ways that shows up. One of the things I did um, for me was I joined a theater society and it, um, the theater production was postponed and I had moved cities by that point. And I, when they relaunched, the director asked me if I would continue and I really sat with it and I went, who would this be for? Is this to make her happy? Is this because my integrity, I, I'm given my word and I want to align to that? Like, yes, that's high priority for me. And the, cir the circumstances under which I made the commitment have changed. So I didn't give word to these circumstances. And so that was a large part of looking at that and honoring my word and if I needed to shift it and going, would this be self-sacrificing or would this serve me? Would this be loving me? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do this. This is creative. It's playful. It's fun. It will require me driving an hour and a half each way, three days a week. And I want to do that. Like it, it so lights me up. So I committed and I'm in the middle of this production at the moment and it's so much fun. I love it. And you know, I didn't, uh, some of my friends were like, oh, you're going to drive back and forth. To, and I was like, yeah, I know this is right for me. This is so for me. This is loving me. And it, it's not negatively impacting anyone else around me. It's limiting my time a little bit. It's going to cost me some money. And it's so what I want to do to love myself. Other things I do and have done since I really started falling in love with myself and, and treating, doing unto myself as I want others to do unto me is things like joining an improv class. Uh, I started a burlesque dance course because I love to move and be in my body and, and fearlessly present the female form and empower others who are doing the same. From smaller things, creatively and hobbies, I started painting and drawing. I don't have a lot of skill at them yet. I don't do them very often. And when I do, it's to love myself. It's to create and to play. Other things in myself, I took a month where I was like, okay, I'm going to fully love myself. And every day, do at least one conscious and deliberate act of love for myself. Some of the things I did in that month were get a massage go to a float tank, go to a sauna. Again, those are investments I made in myself. They cost a little bit of money and I, I gave myself that money um, 
loved myself in that investment and of money and time. And they were so nurturing to calling and booking myself off work for a day and not taking employment. Um, I'm working in a casual capacity at the moment, so I definitely have that freedom. But I did that when I was employed full-time as well, where I would take a mental health day as a sick day and love myself. And that is the most authentic and sovereign and loving thing I could do so I could show up for others. When I would go back to work the next day, I'd be fully present and much more productive. Other ways I loved myself would be uh, maybe going and getting a whole bunch of rainbow colored fruits and veggies, just investing in nourishing food for my body and cooking myself meals. Sometimes it was not doing that. Sometimes it was ordering a beautiful takeaway and sitting and enjoying the flavors of food and being kind to myself that I didn't want a scheduled, productive, get everything done day. I wanted a day where I just was easy on myself and didn't have to do everything by the book and didn't have to take off a whole bunch of to-dos. It would be things like giving myself self-massage, spending time slowly touching myself and nourishing my body. Be things like going for a walk in the sun. It could be things like not exercising because my body needed rest. But I really just went into myself each day and thought, what do I need? How can I love myself? And then it was other things like literally looking in the mirror and talking to myself and being like, hey, beautiful, how are you? How's your day? And really having a dialogue with myself out loud or in my head, but just showing up the way I always wanted others to for me, being consistently in love with myself. Sometimes it would be um, I'm just laughing at myself because I know some of you will think that's weird to be like, oh, I would never do that. It's just, yeah, I wouldn't have years ago either, but it felt true and it felt valuable for me and I did it. I would comb my hair really slowly, gently play with my hair. I would do a cartwheel or a handstand. I would watch the sunrise. I would drink tea slowly in bed. I would read a book. I would nap. I would say no to a friend. Oh, I, that's hard for me. That's part of my people pleasing. I decided not to go to a baby shower because I hate them. And I had to really sit in if there was some ego there about why I didn't want to go. And I was like, no, I just, they don't align to who I am and who I want to be in the world. I can celebrate um, this person in another way. And I hope they'll allow me to do that. And I want them to know I'm so with them in their joy. But I hate baby showers. Why would I go? Other things I would do to love myself was um, I bought a course. Like I, I invested in doing this course that I wanted to do and fully showed up for myself, spent a large chunk of money on a course that would grow me that I knew would hold me accountable and help me look at all these different areas of my life that I could grow and expand in. And I was so grateful that I invested in that. Um, I think it was that month as well that I decided to, or maybe it was the month before, but one of the ways I loved myself was getting off birth control 
I realized the impacts on my health physically and mentally and emotionally and made that sovereign choice to in the future just use other birth control methods so barriers and and etc I won't go into the details now and um fuck I was so that was such an amazing way to love myself to let myself be in my most natural hormonal balance I let my body bleed and really be grateful for that um a lot of the ways I would love myself was reaching out to a friend and connecting and and ensuring that I felt heard and seen and was met and with loving people who held space for who I am in my fullest form and not committing to plans with people I had to pretend with really slowly shifting away for some friendships or having boundaries around what that relationship looks like. Uh, yeah, that was probably the trickiest one is really just saying no to stuff <laughs> that I didn't want to do. And, and knowing it was an act of, of loving my truest self. So yeah, I'm actually going to create a course on this. So I hope that some of these ideas inspire you and connect with you. I, I trust that they do. And I'm going, the coolest part about all of this, that one month where I specifically took intention of self-love was I have a, a women's group that we hold circle monthly. And I said them, told them what I was up to and said, I, I'm going to post here every day what I do as accountability. And if anyone wants to join me in that, I would love that. And um, some took it on in a form. And I have this document now. I have this group that I could go back and look through where I wrote every day what I did to love myself. And even that was an act of love that I would speak my truth and no one needed to validate it. A lot of times no one would respond. Uh, no one would acknowledge it, validate it. Didn't need that. It was about saying it. And, you know, a few times in the month, a few of the women would reach out and be like, holy shit, Veronica, I just wanted to say like, I know I don't respond, but what you're saying is so valuable for us to just see and thank you for sharing. It's so cool to see what you're up to and thanks for sharing your growth. And um, that reminded me of why I do what I do, right? Loving myself actually helped them love themselves more. And by loving myself, I could show up as the person I want to be in the world. By doing unto self, I could then do unto others. I'm more compassionate. I'm more present. I'm more loving. And a lot of that has to do with boundaries and, and shifting away from old patterns that don't serve me or others. So today's invitation is going to step into a place of imagination. I know that the imagination holds immense power. It steps us away from our prefrontal or neocortex and that really hyperanalytical brain and those brain waves that are required to, you know, really soldier on and um, be analytical and make these really conscious, intentional choices and shift into a more relaxed state and, and actually scientifically may allow us to shift our brain waves. So I invite you into a place of imagination today. I invite you to really take this on as a mini meditation, as a way to create a visual for yourself in whatever way that looks like for you. So the invitation is for you to imagine. 
Imagine if you were fully in love with yourself. Imagine if each day you were your best lover. What if every day you built trust for yourself? If every day you acknowledged yourself, validated yourself, if every day you commended yourself and complimented yourself, what would it look like? How would you talk to yourself? How would you move in the world? How would you move your body if you were loving yourself? At what pace would you move? Where would you be? What would you do? If you fully loved yourself, imagine how you would speak to yourself out loud, in your head. If you fell in love with yourself deeper than you ever thought possible, how would you hold yourself? How would you touch yourself? How would you brush your hair? How would you look at yourself in the mirror, in the reflections? Imagine you were so in love with yourself. You wanted to spend every second with yourself. How would you spend your time? What would you stop doing? What would you start doing? If you fully loved yourself and wanted nothing but love, growth, expansion for yourself, what would you say no to? What would you say yes to? In this deep love for yourself, what would you move away from? And what would you allow in? In full love of yourself, where would you spend your money? What would you stop spending money on? What would you invest in? What purchases would you make? Which ones would you stop making? In loving yourself the deepest way possible, where would you allow your energy and attention to go? What would you focus on? What would you allow to just pass by? Where would you let your thoughts flow? In full love for yourself, what would you feel? What would you get uncomfortable with to allow yourself to integrate all of you? What emotions would you allow in? And which ones would you let go of? Which ones would you transmute? 
in full love for yourself, what are you grateful for? How will you bring more gratitude into your life? If you are deeply in love with yourself, how would you cultivate joy? What would you let in? What would you receive? Perhaps today, you take one small step in an act of love for yourself and another and another until you realize you fully trust yourself and you love yourself more than you ever thought possible. What if you were your own best lover? What if you did unto yourself so that you could do unto others and so they could see, witness how much you love yourself and love you that way so you could set the precedent of what you would let into your life. What if by falling deeply in love with yourself, all the other stuff faded away because that was the standard of love and energy you allowed in your life. What if you knew how worthy you were and loved yourself to unending depths? Imagine that you. Imagine that life. Imagine that love. I hope you liked that mini meditation, the imagination meditation. It was so fun to create and it's made me realize I'm going to make more like that. And so what I'm going to do with that piece is if you liked the last six or eight minutes there, what I'm going to do is actually overlay some music and have it available on online for you to download as a meditation and listen to as an early morning or before bed meditation. So what you can do is go to my Instagram, hit the link tree bio, and you'll find it there as a little mini musical imagination meditation. So feel free to download that, no charge, and just enjoy that and fall in love with yourself more. It's also made me realize I really, I feel inspired to create that self-love month again. So I'm actually going to start a self-love group again for the month of November. So today's October 31st. If you would like to join in on an accountability group, share what you're up to and get tasked each day with a self-love task, all you need to do is DM me on Instagram or click the link in my bio and it will send, it'll say self-love November. Click that and there'll be some info there about how you can sign up and get involved. Again, there'll be no cost. It'll just be a fun way to connect, collaborate, and love ourselves in November. So even if you're listening to this late, if it's still November 2022, click the links, DM me, and I'll include you in the group. And I'll send you the, ta- the optional tasks each day as a way to just attend to yourself. Love yourself and become that lover for yourself again. If you got value out of today, please like the podcast, give it five stars, share it with a friend, share it on your socials. I really value that we are able to share this work and share this love and share this exploration together. Thank you so much. You can find me on Facebook 
at Veronica Jane, this isn't me, or on Instagram, this isn't me podcast. And all the info is on my Instagram with my link tree, all the things I'm up to and continue to get up to. So go and explore there. And I can't wait to hear from you. Always welcome to slide on into my DMs, have a chat, see what working together might look like. If you're interested in having a connection call, if you're interested in booking a one-off session or getting involved in one of my eight-week programs, that's the place to do it there. All right. I love you guys. Have an incredible week. I'm so excited for this month ahead. I've got a lot happening for me. You'll see it on my Instagram as I go into Master Prac in a couple of days with EAWTC and doing further studies in NLP, Integrated Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I just feel like I'm shedding more and more and I'm so excited to see what's next. The woman I was is not the same woman I am today, nor the woman I become each and every day. And I can't wait to share more and more of her with you. If you want to connect further, come find me on Instagram at this isn't me podcast. I look forward to seeing you there.